stuff in the news right now but uh i mean this is kind of a hard segue but i don't know if you heard about the jesse smollett case yeah i just saw that yeah like i'm i mean there's a lot of stuff going on with that whole thing but apparently jesse smollett is has been cleared of charges, cleared of all right? all charges like all charges have been dropped against him and like how? Like how did this happen? And have you heard any like speculation or anything? Like no, that? I heard it literally walking out the door to come here. Okay, so what I was hearing uh, today because I was actually following a, a little bit closer. Um, so first opened up Twitter, I was just like, "Are you kidding me? Like how how's this guy being cleared of, of charges?" So apparently he's still uh, claiming that he's in- innocent. Uh, and he's like, you know, all the facts that I brought out, like there's still some white guys like, you know, he didn't say this, but like, you know, assuming that there's two white guys that are in MAGA caps, like, you know, still trying to put people in nooses and all that stuff yeah. are still out there. But he says, you know, I wasn't lying. And like, you know, um, well, what about the two guys he quote unquote hired? Exactly. So th- that's all like, you know, pushed under the rug. I guess apparently he did community service and that's why the the case was dropped because he already served his time and the community was enriched by his community service for two days at a, uh, uh, uh was it Jesse Jackson? Um, is it Jesse Jackson? No. Um, the African-American, um, not politician, but civil rights act, uh, you know, Sharpton. No, 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 not Al Sharpton, but his name escapes me right now. Yeah. But anyways, he was doing, uh, you know, some, political work i guess you'd say did community service and now uh the charges are dropped so like now actually the chief of police and you know the police department they're just like this this is you know this is crazy like what what just happened and you know honestly like you can look at it and just like well you know he was well connected with you know people that could get him off and kind of kind of brings up like the case where it's just like it's not really a racial thing when it comes to the justice system it's all socioeconomic like if you have money the law will not touch you that's that's i'm gonna say it's on the pocket this is bullshit i'm sorry i'm speechless it's like our okay everything was pointing to this guy just completely lied about what happened and he made it up that's crazy i mean you're absolutely right social economic for sure if you got money you're gonna get you the law can't really touch you and that just yeah, come on, he he's obviously paid these guys to beat the shit out of him and try to <laughs> lynch him. Like, come on now, like it's obvious. And just the everything that's like wrapped up into it, like he it was a hoax for a hate crime. Yeah. And then he came out and saying like, oh well, uh, you know, he was on a, I think it was Dateline or something like that, like yeah. one of these big shows, and he was just like, why, well, I, I, you know, everyone that doubts me, like you know. But would have they probably wouldn't have doubted me if I said that the person was white or uh, or Latino or whatever. Right. So uh, like he just you know was fanning these flames of racism and all that stuff and just like honestly like I, I just can't handle it because there's real issues that actually happen you know day to day and then yeah. here's this pampered. I mean, I'm in disbelief right now. Like that is. 
Well, you have this pampered guy that's in his ivory tower and he's just like, oh, you know, like, oh, all the injustices that have happened to me and, you know, people actually go through it. And yeah, it just. I hope, I hope, I hope he doesn't get his contract renewed by the hit show, The uh, Empire, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hope they leave his character written off. I, sh- I sure he hope so. He does not well. deserve another penny. Man. And then maybe the criminal justice system will catch up to his ass. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. Like, yeah. oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's, um, I mean, then right before that, obviously, with uh, the, the Mueller investigation of the Russian collusion, yeah. like, that came out uh, a couple days before. Right. So, uh, you know, there's no evidence of collusion and, you know, obstruction of justice. So there was this narrative for two years that, like, Trump was a Russian agent and all that stuff. Oh, and then yeah. now that he's cleared, like, the, like, News, the news is still like on his back, like, oh, this doesn't prove anything. Like, he could still I don't be arrested. Anything. Anything. I, I think he's totally corrupt. <laughs> I will say it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it could it could totally be, but I'm just saying, like, you know, just Russian stuff, like, he, him personally, yeah, he can be corrupt, but I feel like he's less corrupt than, than most in Washington. He's the best we got. So, oh, God, that's a sad thing to say. It's, it's Donald Trump, yes. the best thing we have in Washington. That's, that is truly depressing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> No, it really can be. So, yeah. Wow, but. wow that's nuts. It was a it was a big news week this week. I guess you know, just a lot of a lot of stuff dropping. What else has gone on in the news? That's what I want to know. Yeah, Dang. I don't even want to look at my phone right now. I, I really don't. But I'm like looking at my phone. Like maybe I should look up the news right now. Top twenty stories. Just, just do it. Just, just do it. yeah. Just right, sure. just take so, a look at it. What on viewers? <laughs> Let's see. Let's open the CNN app. That was definitely a hard stop. It was just like food, culture, and then news. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh, my gosh. So talking about if the courts dismantle Obamacare. Uh, Democrats turn attention to defending Obamacare as Congress waits for Mueller report to finalize Oh my gosh, he's really after he's going after the ACA, which is the Affordable Care Act, which is crazy. Uh, talk about climate change, kind of the usual story there. Uh, this is just nuts. Um, Boeing seven thirty seven makes emergency landings in Florida and injured the. So, what do you think about the Affordable Care Act? Um, I've actually read the entire Affordable Care Act. I was made. What? To... Are you bored? Like, no, just no, no, sitting no, on the no, toilet? No, no. Like, so, uh, <laughs> I had a mentor who I'm, I'm crazy about. He's such a brilliant guy at USC in grad school. And he's like, look, if you want to be my people, my guy, here's the Affordable Care Act. Read it. What? It was like 1,200 pages. So I was just like, okay, sure. Why not? Let's do this. So I read it uh, a couple years ago. I don't remember much about it, but I'm a fan of it. I like, I, more people are for the Affordable Care Act than people are against it. However, because of the media has dubbed it as Obamacare, there's a negative stereotype of that. People are like, oh, Obamacare, no. But if you ask them, do you like the Affordable Care Act? They're like, yes, we love it. And this wasn't done by like some random pollster or you know CNN or any kind of news out. It was done by Jimmy Kimmel. He literally went into crowds of people in different parts of the world or different parts of the country like, do you like the Affordable Care Act? And they're like, yeah, we love it. Do you like Obamacare? No, we hate it. It's literally people being misinformed of what the ACA is, which is the Affordable Care Act. Mm-hmm. 
Obamacare is not a real thing. It's just a nickname for the oh, yeah. Affordable Care Act. Well, yeah, so but people I can associate it. I think it's great. Okay. Because it provides coverage for people who can't afford health care. And healthcare, it should be a universal right in this country. If we're, quote unquote, the best country in the world, shouldn't we have that? Yet our European allies have that, but we don't. Well, there's a lot wrapped up into that. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a yeah. whole thing about that. But yeah. I think it's important to be able to provide healthcare for people who need it. Yeah. For people uh, who can't afford it. Now, the idea, yes, like I am for the idea. As yes. far as the practicality, I think that it's not practical. Now, for yeah. me, I think there should be, in just Western medicine in general, there mm-hmm. should be more of an effort in preventative care than I mean, the stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. You provide services that keep people healthy yes. rather than pushing pills to make, you know, exactly. one ill go away and then four others come up. Exactly. Um, but just medical costs in general in America, like are astronomical there, they shouldn't be. And, but that's kind of where capitalism kind of comes in, but also privatization also uh, inflates the cost as well. So oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy because like pharmaceutical companies get a huge tax write off. They have a lot of subsidies and all that stuff, but I always find it strange that they can charge one price for one drug in one country and then overprice another drug, the same drug in another country. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, and then make it illegal to, you know, yeah. be a drug runner and just like, Oh, well, uh, if it's cheap here, like you can make money in another country. Yeah. Exactly. And so it just, you know, things in the ACA, you know, there are uh, higher taxes for those kind of companies, for pharmaceutical companies, for biomedical companies. And you know what? They should have higher taxes because they enjoy a 20 year patent law mm-hmm. that protects their patents, their pharmaceutical drugs. Mm-hmm. For twenty years, you're making profit for twenty years, mm-hmm. and then when that's over, you know they can change then the formula come. Yeah. and get another patent, or you can just have a generic version. And you saw that with things like Viagra, for example, right? Mm-hmm. You see that with things like for cold medicine, and so it's like that's fine, but you have to realize you have to be taxed as an order because you're collecting royalties essentially for twenty years when there's no one else in your market space doing the same drug. Mm-hmm. So how is that fair that how can you sit there? And well, that's not that? capitalism where it's just like, OK, yeah, you do have the patent. But, you know, that intellectual property may doesn't mean that another company can't come up with it again or, exactly. come, come, you know, with the it, same formula or a slightly different one. That's, you know, but having that intellectual property being protected, you should be subject to a higher corporate tax. You shouldn't have the tax cuts that you do as a company. I'm sorry. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to pay your share at some point. If not, pack up your company and go to another country because they're going to slap you with the same tax. We just happen to tax you less. So I guess there's kind of a double-edged sword with that because R&D can be exorbitantly high. Like, I mean, and for these companies. The yeah, that's exactly the argument saying why we need a tax cut or why we need a subsidy or why we need to pay less in taxes. Yeah, but because like, I don't know. All the, I don't know all the, the numbers, but even yeah. then it's just like, okay, I do know that the profit incentive mm-hmm. is that, hey, if we find this first, we get a 20 year patent, like we'll be golden. And then the other side is just like, okay, without that protection, you know, the, that is true capitalism, right? So yeah. I do believe in the free market. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, why are we putting patents on, you know, certain things like that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the intellectual property should be able to build and build and build and then reduce the costs of all these things. Um, and it's it like healthcare in general is just, just tough. Like it, it I, I mean, you have your... altruistic like side that's just like yeah everyone should be taken care of and then on the other hand it's just like but 
how is it going to be practical in this world? So, um, that's where I really kind of struggle. It's just like we can't have or with the problems with uh, uh, the Affordable Care Act mm-hmm. is that it takes, you know, from, uh, you know, was it older individuals are going to be costing more in healthcare than younger ones. So it's right. affecting me a lot more than it does uh, if I was on the other end. But I don't get sick, so I'm not really putting a burden on anything, but I'm putting so much into it. Yeah. Now, I may get to that at the end of it, but I feel like it's just going to be like Social Security. It's not going to be there when I'm there. Like, <laughs> that safety net, like, I just need to take care of myself and right. have preventive care. And, you know, but I come from a different kind right. of mentality. Other people, they think they have a right to live just because, you know, they can smoke all day. They can, you know, even though I'm drinking now, but, you know, <laughs> um, I did not drink the whole bottle. I, I just right. want to tell you that. But, um, yeah, they, they smoke, they drink, they eat whatever they want. Right. Like, they just have unhealthy lifestyles mm-hmm. and then they expect like that actually does right affect your premium so when you sign up for a healthcare plan and you they ask you hey do you do any of these things you can lie but if a doctor does a physical and you know checks your lungs once up they're gonna know it sounds different on a stethoscope when you breathe in if you're a smoker and if you're not a smoker or if you live in LA the ACA <laughs> literally puts in a thing called underwriting you cannot change someone's premiums based on underwriting which is pre-existing conditions so for people who are disabled or who have, you know, mental illnesses or stuff like that, that is affecting them before they can get insurance. They can't hike up the premiums Yeah, before they used to do that. Yeah. Right. So which I, is, you know, it, like to a certain extent it's wrong, but it's like, <sighs> you can tell that to a four year old kid who has one phone. Like, yeah. That's, ah. that's, that's, you know, that's what, that's the thing. It's yeah. just like, it's not, it's not like it's a bad driver, exactly. you know, it like, they had, you know, they just don't know how to drive, but this child didn't have a choice or you had this condition that you, you know, a disease that you, you have. The, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I actually saw this on the daily show uh, a couple months ago or a couple years ago. Sorry. But it was um, something that I think really correlates to the ACA. So there was a life-saving drug by um, a man named Martin Skirheel. And it's literally the reason why the story propagated is because one day it was thirteen fifty, and the price jumped up to seven fifty a tablet overnight, and there was no justification for it. The guy who ran the company or owns the company that creates this drug says, "I can charge whatever every price I want for this drug." What was this guy's name? Uh, Martin Scurriel. Yeah, Martin yeah. Scurriel. Yeah, I, I do. I do a remember. A month the story. later, mm-hmm. the drug was recreated by high school students in Australia. Cost them almost less than a dollar to make. Mm-hmm. And they literally said, why does this guy get to charge so much for a drug and spike the price for no reason? I can make this in a high school laboratory in Australia. Mm-hmm. So, yes, corporations that are pharmaceutical that do this, they can be put in check. Why? Because their drugs can be made anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's not in the United States. It's not yeah. advanced research that they need. Maybe it is. But if a, high but, school, yeah. if a group of high school students can make this There's no drug, huge R&D that's involved. There's no in R&D there. that they need so much money for. And by the way, this drug was a life-saving drug. I don't know what kind of I think it was, uh, disease that it was for from. HIV. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. It's, it's in the article right here. It's an HIV drug. Yeah. Which required hundreds of millions of dollars of research. But yet high school students figured it out. Mm-hmm. Where did your R&D really go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now... 
that being said, like R&D does get leaked and all that stuff and people can make it Maybe very, very quickly did. once all that is, you know. But it doesn't justify pharmaceutical companies spiking prices like that from literally $14, right, if you round up to yeah. $750. Come on now. Well, for him personally, like he, he was a real SOB. Exactly. Like um, I was actually listening to another podcast. Um, was it? Uh, I think it was Business Wars. Okay. Uh, really good podcast. That's a good one. It, it's, a good one. It's, it's a really good one. But uh, no, Legal Wars. Legal it's called Wars. Le- Yeah. So it's the okay. same guy, I think. No, no, no. A different guy, but uh, same well, kind I've of heard family. Well, podcast that you mentioned before. Yeah. Battle but it's. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, it goes into his early life. I guess, you know, he was just like this financial guy and, you know, did the whole Ponzi scheme thing, you know, wasn't able to keep it together, got out like, you know, through the skin of his teeth, was still rich, like this over the top guy all over social media in in and out of court all the time. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, they can't touch me, all that stuff. And they literally couldn't because he just had money to, you know, get himself out of it, ended up uh, becoming, you know, head of this company and then ended up doing exactly that. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to increase the price by 300 percent. Nothing, nothing you can do about it. See, that's that's like um, uh, that's mind boggling to me. Like the American government should be able to put pharmaceutical companies like that in check. There's no reason for you to do that. You're literally costing people's lives. Well, it's, and it's not a drug. They're going to die. And it's not capitalism. That's not capitalism. It's that's, not free market. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. How can it be a free market if you have a patent protecting it? And you're, yeah, you're, ta- you're taking out the competition. Exactly. Yeah. The competition doesn't exist because they don't have access to it. Mm-hmm. And that's not a free market. That's not capitalism. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the ACA has its ups and downs. I will admit that there are down points, right? There are negative effects to it. Mm-hmm. But overall, it does good. So let, me, me, I'm a little biased because, like, I personally felt like the drawbacks of it because I was a small business owner, so right. I, I wasn't protected as far as like you know I was under, under the umbrella of a large corporation where everyone gets you know uh, a reduced rate. So like yeah. that time, I mean, I was paying more for health insurance than I was like my car and or my car payment and my car insurance, and. I wasn't visiting the doctor at all. So, you know, there are loopholes for that. So, like, if you're a small business owner and you have less than, was it, 50 employees, you can get a tax credit by, one, offering them a plan through you, or you can give them the option going into the, uh, I think it's called the market, exchange market, Mm -hmm. right, for an individual plan. Mm -hmm. But the owner itself will get a tax credit in regards to that by offering it. The employee themselves don't have to choose that. They can go into the marketplace and get their own plan. That's on them, right? Yeah. So, for me, for example, I'm going to start a company soon. And I'm looking into those options. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we used to do recruiting together, that was one of the things I would sell. Benefits, right? Mm-hmm. People would ask us, hey, well, if I join this company, are they giving me health insurance? There are different tiers in which you can give health insurance, right? You can pay the premium to a certain extent, whether you're paying 100% or even 65%. But the minimum as a, a business owner is 50%, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I was looking at the different options, stuff like that. And so it's interesting to see because... Because you're having a company that's less than 50 people, you can still qualify for that tax credit and offer to pay a certain percentage. So there is some sort of offset, but you got to play with the numbers. You got to really explore and learn every plan out there. And yeah. it's, it's different for everyone, right? Everyone has different situations. Like some people have families, so they need dependence and coverage for all those people. Yeah. And that's on the employer whether they want to offer those kind of plans or not. But it's, it's, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, Premiums. I've heard stories where premiums are through the roof. And I've, I've worked with Covered California for, I think, the summer when I was in grad school as part of the program we did. And I only found plans that were roughly like three to three to $200 per person. Mm-hmm. And some people were like, that's just way too much. 
and like, look, I understand, but this is what, you know, it's being offered right now. You, there's other ways you can find around it. There are tax credits, there are loopholes you have to find, but you have to be able to qualify and really navigate your way through it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I definitely understand where people like see like, Hey, this is a negative thing. We're paying way too much. If you're a younger person and you're not you know, going to the doctor because you're not using that quote unquote moral hazard is what it's called by constantly going into the emergency room for every little thing, mm-hmm. you're reducing your costs. Yeah. But you're still paying that premium. But you have to realize it's, I hate to say this, but it's for the greater good. And people have to be a little less selfish. Well, yeah, but I I think that the government putting a gun to your head and saying, like, you have to pay this is is not the way to go. But I have have more faith in people getting or uh, parting ways with their money if they have more say in their their money. Now, we we have completely, like, super greedy people that... You know that are going to do that, but I think for the, the for the most part, like we can have these communities where there is a lot of money that's coming in that can help people that are in need. Now, just going like I just felt like it was just like wow, I'm paying all of this. I don't get very much coverage either. Like anytime I went in, like it was still like 60 bucks for a copay, like nothing was covered. It was, it was like the bottom tier, but I'm still paying like tons of money for someone else to go to the doctor and get a checkup. So, um, you know, it's just that, like you say the the greater good, like, you know, um, but it's gotta be voluntary (laughs) because then then you just true to an extent. Yeah. Countries like the United Kingdom that has the national health service or Hong Kong that has universal health service, right? They pay a much higher tax than we do. They pay more taxes than we do. Yeah. But they have things like universal health care. Like I could go and break my leg there, even though I'm not a citizen of the United Kingdom and I can get health care treatment. So it's like when you go to Canada, right? They have universal health care. You break your leg or you do something, you can go get health care there. Free, mm-hmm. Right? It's part of the system. But you have to look at it. They pay more in taxes than we do. Whether it's an income tax or sales tax, whichever. Mm-hmm. They pay more than what we do. Mm-hmm. We can't have it all. You have to be able to pick the certain things that you want. And that is part of being our society. You have to realize that. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I want it all. I want it all. Then you're going to have to pay for it. You want everything, you have to pay the premium for it. That's just how life works. Yeah, you that's want a nice car, you pay a higher premium. You want a bigger house, you have to pay a bigger mortgage payment. Yeah. Right? It's but that's, I mean, and that's, that that's, capitalism. yeah, you but then, yeah, but instead of, so instead of an income tax, why don't we just do a really high sales tax? So people, you, you, reward people for actually working but don't penalize them for trying to save their money like instead if you want to spend money into the system you want to buy a yacht there's a 50 percent tax on it so instead of a 12 percent tax there are states in our country that don't have sales tax oregon does not have sales tax Mm -hmm. right for me that's mind-boggling i I just don't understand it or property taxes like in certain areas like yeah yeah, it's it's completely different yeah you could save so much money if you didn't have property tax yeah but here in California, we're the seventh largest economy in the world. You need to have those taxes. We have federal tax. But why don't you have just tax. a sales tax? Like, you know, we have sales tax in California. Yeah, it's <laughs> we have yeah. We have yeah, you get taxed for your income and then also you get taxed for spending money. So like there's really no incentive you get taxed twice in California. Exactly. State and federal. Yes. Income tax. Yes. Wow, God, I hate that. Yeah, me me as well. I just don't think you should penalize people for earning money. The government should not have their hand if if they're like or if, like if you're going in, you're buying food. It should right. be a lower tax than if you're going to buy a Ferrari. 
Like it should be seventy percent tax on a Ferrari. Like well, I'm sure rich people would be like, you know what? At least I'm not getting you know <laughs> raked over the coals at fifty percent for my income. Okay, okay, I hear you that. I hear that, right? But you're buying a much more expensive item, even though it's the same percentage. You're paying a lot more in tax. So, for example, if you buy a hundred thousand dollar car and say the sales tax is five percent, versus buying say you know an iPod or a, a cell phone, right, which is a thousand dollars, you're paying five percent on that. Which is more, five percent on the hundred thousand dollars or five percent on a thousand dollars? As far as like just monetary realm, yeah. Obviously, it's the five percent on a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So you want to increase that that number on a more expensive item. So this would be a progressive tax that people would want that I think would be palatable for people that would spend their money, right? I mean, so we're, we're talking. No, we're we're talking about like on a hundred thousand dollars, right? You tell me what that is. Not Why much. Pay ten percent then. And pay $10,000 in the sales tax, right? Instead of buying an iPhone, you're paying 5%. You see what I'm saying? Like you're saying, oh, if you buy a Ferrari, you should pay a 70% sales tax. You're already spending that money to buy the item to begin with. No Ferrari is worth more than, say, two $300,000. Yes. Supermodels. But you're already paying that 5% on those two $300,000, which is significantly larger than, say, paying 5% on a cell phone. Yeah, the sales taxes, right? Yeah, you're still paying the increased value because the value of the object is so much higher. Yes, you're just paying that in taxes on top of whatever the car value is because you pay for road tax as well as sales tax. Yeah, what, right? what I'm okay. There are other taxes built into it. Yes, that's why you don't pay yeah. road tax or a service tax for a cell phone. You just buy sales tax. Yes, okay. that's true. Yes. So but, it may not be exactly increasing the actual sales tax, but there are other taxes attached to it that increase the value of the tax itself overall. Correct. I do understand that. I, I was just merely making an example where it's just like if you want to have items that are necessities like food. Correct. Then you're not taxing the poor for actually going to work. And then, you know, sure. why I, are we taxing the poor to go to work? Tax on groceries. I think life would be a little bit easier for the people who who work really hard to put food on their table. I completely agree with Well, you. I would say like the gas tax. Why did why did California pa- or <laughs> make it a permanent tax for the gas tax? I have. We we hurt the poor. They're trying to get to work and now you're you're costing them. I think the argument was about sustainability and climate control. I think that no, was no, the no. counter argument for a gas tax. No, 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 it was for, for roads. It was it was to fix the roads oh, and roads? roads and oh, infrastructure. Man, I thought it was like an EPA standard, or like a, a gas mileage thing when you drive a car. No, that was oh, no, no, no. Okay. Like they, they said on the bill, it's like uh, you know we're going to make it to where you can't uh, like if if this goes through, you can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of this bill, but right. it's going to all this money is going to go to roads. And I haven't seen any big projects going into any of the roads, at least not in SoCal. That's true. I haven't seen that either. And but but here. yeah, but it's like but these taxes they hurt the poor because like you know um, another thing where it's like they want to have a requirement where everybody's driving electric cars. Okay, somebody that's rich can buy an electric car, no problem. But the exactly. poor, like you know, you're going to make me spend another thirty thousand dollars that I can't afford for, you know. I already have all my life savings wrapped up into yeah, exactly. you know my home. Vehicles. What are you going to do with the vehicles that we already have, right? Mm-hmm. And that's are they going to buy the, those cars off of me? I'd love for them to buy that. I, I don't want to buy a Tesla, but I guess that's the option, right? Well, I mean, they they have like those tax credits, or whatever. It's like yeah. unless you're giving it to me for free, like you know. <laughs> exactly. No, I completely agree with you there. Right. I didn't know it was about the roads, though. I thought it was like a gas emission statement thing. No, it was, it was about wow. the roads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Learn something new today. <laughs> no, I, I am too. With with wow. I mean, the Affordable Care Act. Like I I didn't go all the way through it, but yeah. you know, there's there's different things. Oh, man, that's cool. um, sure. 
but um, I would not want to learn a sales tax on Ferraris, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you would either. No, <laughs> no, no, exactly. But I'm saying like that is a more palatable, pal- palatable for a rich person to be yeah. like, okay, you know, if they're well, like, I have to pay, you know, a hundred percent tax yeah. on like whatever I'm buying. It's just like, well, at least I'm not getting 50% of my income yeah, taken yeah. every time I, uh, you know, take it there out was, of my corporation. There was, a, <laughs> there was a scene from, I, I, I know I keep quoting this show because I love it, but it's the West wing. And there was a scene talking about income tax and the guy's like, I think one of the characters is like, I left Gage Whitney, which is supposedly like this fancy law firm in the show, right? Making $300,000 a year, paying 22% income tax. He's like, I paid 22% income tax on 300 grand. And that's more than what the average guy makes on minimum wage. But someone who's making minimum wage paying, you know, their income tax, I paid it 22 times more. And I kind of got the argument then because the show's, I mean, it's almost 10 plus years. It's over 10 plus years old now, but I understand the argument that, but now it's like, an economy where we have so much money going in between hands and with so many new people, like the minimum wage is higher than it's ever been, right? Mm-hmm. People are making more money than they've ever made before, mm-hmm. right? And not on what we have a economy that's slowly growing back. But the fact that, you know, the wealthiest population only pays 22% income tax versus, or in the 20s, I don't even know if it's that, versus the guy who's making, you know, your average state like income and they're paying in a third percent total that kind of that kind of messes with me a little bit because it's like so you're saying the people that get around the the tax laws and yeah, are able like to hide their the money system and they know they know the loopholes and they can hide their money and everything but i don't think that's right i don't think they should be paying 20 percent. i'm sorry if you're making a million dollars a year you should be paying more than 22 percent. i don't care how many jobs you've created with your company or whatever that's your company that's mm-hmm. not you personally yeah and in that regards i think you and i see that very evenly like if you're making that kind of money you should pay a little bit more on income tax versus the guy that's making you know 50 grand or 60 or less than that even forty eight thousand dollars, which is the national in- average in income yeah. in this family if- in this country who's paying 30 percent yeah like, if the if, if the yeah no of course if yeah. the lower end is paying more than you know right. the person that's paying or making a hundred million dollars a year or a million dollars like yeah like of, of course but like with and that's the thing it's like if you're getting paid by an employer you can't hide your money so the the government knows exactly what's getting put in your account and you're just they're just like okay this is how much i get every paycheck because it's coming from your employer right right now for a person that usually has their own business mm-hmm. they can get around that through taxes and all that stuff they hide their money the government has no idea how much they make they unless do. they get audited they do but it's through an llc so a person would become self-incorporated put all their expenses onto the corporation and say hey it's a tax write out that's what i'm saying you hide your money like right. it, 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 and then they put you on salary you make a certain amount of money so that you get a higher tax return stuff like that that is just smart business i don't know if that's hiding money because it's all there right but that person, if, if that person is still collecting the paycheck, even from the company they quote unquote own, and it's over a million dollars, I'm sorry, you should still be paying that higher income tax. So I would say <laughs> the most the most savvy most savvy business owners are you know uh, earners. Yeah, they're like they hide their money. Like the government does not know where that money came from. They don't know where it's going. So they get tax write offs. Yeah. They open you know a foundation. Like all this stuff. Yeah. Like there's just so many ways around it on the top end. Like there's loopholes and like, that's what people get frustrated about is because the lower end, you know, they're paying 30%. And then at the end of it, the guy that's making a million dollars is only paying 20. Like, no, I don't think that's fair. Um, in general, I think that income shouldn't be tax. 
you should be penalized for the stuff that you buy other than like necessities. Like yeah. if you're, you know, there should be luxury items should have a higher tax. There should be a luxury tax if, if that's such a thing. And I completely agree with that. Um, I mean, it's just at some point you have to realize, is it really necessary to own those kind of things? Do you have to have, but you'd have a choice, cards, right? You're choosing to buy that. So you should be able to, to understand that that choice comes at a higher tax and you're absolutely right. Yeah. But you your income is like, tax. yeah. Like that's why I say it's, it's a like, <laughs> like what, what they say, like when you're working, you know, 40 hours, 80, 80 hours a week, whatever, uh, yeah. whatever it is. It's like, um, I didn't know that the government was working that 20, like, you know, or, uh, you know, it's like, they weren't there with me. It's like, you know, geez. Um, and, and that's, it's, I just think it's wrong. Uh, you work hard for your money. You should be able to do with it what you will. Like I said, yeah. with charity, like you can, people could, would give to charity a little bit more or they would just max out their credit like they always do. Oh, yeah. But, it's, um, it's, yeah. always a stay away from that. Don't max out your credit cards. Right. Uh, never end well. That's what I always <laughs> tell myself. Yeah, living paycheck to paycheck. It might just like everyone just like, you know, standard of living goes up and everybody's still broke. Oh, man. I, I, you see a lot of that, actually. You see a lot of that in L.A. Uh, like you'll see like when I used to live out there, there'd be certain neighborhoods where it'd be like these old Spanish looking homes from mm-hmm. the 70s. Yeah. And the next door, you see a guy like demoing it and building this McMansion there. And it's like you just ruined the whole neighborhood with putting that eyesore of a house in this old school looking neighborhood which has character which has history and the guy justifies is like well it's my land I can do whatever I want I'm like that's true to an extent but you didn't have to do that you could have gone to another neighborhood and done that and it's just he's like well I have a higher standard of living than my neighbors I'm like well that's a little fucked up to say but two why don't you go to a neighborhood that has that high standard of living he's like why well, you I, up this neighborhood he didn't want to pay the property taxes that and just like they're gentrifying and that's a huge issue with major cities that are going on right now. But you'll see... I've seen it. Yeah. Old, yeah, you've seen it, definitely. I mean, it's it's happening all over L.A. It's happening in different cities around the country. Well, what about uh, Chinese money that comes here and they'll buy... Oh, an yeah. entire neighborhood oh, yeah. my and entire they will not sell to anyone that's not Chinese because yeah. they'll, they'll have, it's you know, crazy. yeah. My, uh, where I live now in Irvine, uh, East Irvine in the OC Bay park, mm-hmm. no one, maybe I think there's, but there's like 800 homes in our, in our community. I would say about 80% of them are from mainland China. They, they speak a little English here and there. They're really nice people. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But they take their money that they don't want to get taxed by their government in China and buy these homes cash. Yes. And it's like, Cat, like you can't even dollars. compete. You're just like, you're, you're a young couple. You're just like, oh, this is a dream home. And it's just like snatched. Uh, like they're, they're dropping millions of dollars <laughs> in their homes. And like, there's, there's, there, there's this one house, two doors down from me. And I swear it's these Chinese students from that go to UCI. I think they drive Porsches, Ferraris and, uh, S Martins and a G5, uh, G wagon, Mercedes G wagon. Right? Yeah. I told you about them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you look, at them and they're like sure mm-hmm. there's no way that they could afford this obviously it's the parents buying this house for them right but it's like the entire community is like that uh and it's just mind-boggling so it's like you come here you buy homes but then i mean i actually wonder like do they pay the taxes because they're not american citizens are they paying taxes on this I'm yeah like, i have to hope that they are but i don't know if they really are yeah. i feel like they're paying the taxes or they're, they're putting the house under the real estate broker's name mm-hmm. and then she's paying the taxes and then she gets kicked back yeah but there's some sort of loophole system that they've employed here yeah and it's brilliant i gotta give it to them if, if someone can make a system work like that for them and buy a multi-million dollar home and not get taxed on it at a higher tax rate from their country versus ours 
hey, good on you. You found a loophole in the system. Mm -hmm. But I just find it crazy that that's happening in so many different pockets around California. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not just here. It's happening in Alhambra's, uh, Monterey Park. It's happening in Hacienda Heights. It's happening in Walnut Creek. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's nuts. That's, and like even like, like you said, the older uh, neighborhoods, like these aren't even just yeah. like new homes where all of like there's no real estate left. Mm -hmm. There'll be empty homes. There'll be like one or two families there. And then slowly but surely there'll be others that move in. Yeah. But uh, you have these older neighborhoods where it's just like, okay, we're not going to pay, you know, that meant uh, property tax. The land's cheaper. We buy it up, demolish it, build this multi-million dollar home, which is a little bit less just because of land. But then it's right next to a home that's maybe $300,000. Exactly. Which is still very expensive, but a $300,000 house in California or Southern California is, is nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's weird because I've always wondered when people do that and they kind of just the neighborhood. Does that inflate the value of the neighborhood, the surrounding houses? Right. Mm -hmm. Because I have a couple of friends in real estate and they're like, well, if you, if your neighbor sells his house for say like a million dollars, then your house is valued roughly around the same because the guy next to you bought it for a million dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've always wondered like if the guy who bio, builds that McMansion next to those old historic homes, do the value of those homes go up as well. Yeah. And I, I really hope they do. Yeah. Because the guys so everyone there, kind of benefit. Yeah. So as everyone well. kind of benefits. But when it's the entire neighborhood and you lose that historic value of the neighborhood, it kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. But the fact that, you know, the guys that have been living there, they're getting a free kind of inflation on their value of their house because of the neighbors yeah. are building these mansions. It's nice for them. But then it's like, where do you go from there? Yeah. Right. Where do you take that money that you've made from this house? And what neighborhood are you going to if all the other neighborhoods are like that? Either Hemet or out of state. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say Corona. Corona Riverside. There was a huge trend, at least when my parents came to this country, that people from Orange County who wanted bigger homes. Went to Orange County. Or in the Empire. Inland Empire. Yeah. They bought bigger homes. My parents did that. Yeah. My parents uh, did too. Yeah. Like my 1997, we moved uh, from Fullerton. I think it was about a 2,400 square feet foot house. Um, and then we got twice the house half the price it was like three hundred thousand dollars my, my dad did that he went from Huntington Beach to Corona and he went from having no backyard and uh, living in this little I guess it was a condo slash house thing oh no sorry it was my grandfather's house and they went and like they they saved up a good amount of money they were gonna buy a place on Huntington Beach and then they discovered a town in Corona uh, in Inland Empire which became my hometown and they bought this like legit house and then from there, they kind of sold, you know, they kind of built up the house a little bit and then sold it, flipped it, and then went to another house, which was even bigger. Yeah. And so, like, that's how they went from one house to another over the years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always ask them, like, how did you go from Huntington Beach to Corona? And he's just like, that's what everyone did back then. Mm -hmm. If you wanted a house with a backyard and you wanted a safe community and, you know, a place where your kids can grow up and be a part of a town, Inland Empire was perfect for you. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit hot. It's a little kind of out of its way from everything else in the beach area. But it's beautiful out here. You had a great childhood, didn't you? And I'm like, yeah, I did. I had a great childhood. Yeah. yeah I, Orange County was always so bougie, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, I moved from, from Orange County, but I, I just remember I played travel basketball. And, like, yeah. all the parents were just like, oh, we got to go to Inland Empire. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a lot different now. But it's like, it's not like, I mean, they always be like, oh, yeah, they just where all the shit, shit cows and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. it's like, you oh, know, yeah. podunks. So it's like, okay, like, you know, <laughs> if you think so, it's just nice out here. But uh, I, I love living in the Inland Empire. I mean, Corona is my hometown. It will always be my home. Um, 
shout out Corona. I mean, nine five one. Here we go, right? Norco for me, but uh, yeah, yeah. North Corona. That's, yeah. that's North Corona. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's just home, and like you know, the last ten years we've been living in Orange County, and it's 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 fun. It's been great, but sometimes I just miss being back in Corona. I mean, the things that I grew up with as a kid, I can't find that here in Orange County. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just it's so different here. Um, but I, I mean, it's just, I miss having that giant backyard as a kid yeah. where I can go and disappear and like do random stuff and go off-roading, go off-roading and, and yeah. bike in your backyard or yeah. swimming and throw footballs and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I can't do that in my house in Irvine. Like there's no backyard. My backyard is like 13 feet out and like 30 feet wide. Mm-hmm. It's nothing compared yeah. to like half an acre what I used to have in Corona. Right. So it's like, even, even my first house as a kid, like. I was small, so it looked a lot bigger. But it was like, <laughs> I was Always for, does. Even now, like it was big enough for me to throw a football, like and get a real good throw into it because it was good, like twenty yards. Mm-hmm. Like it was a solid yard. Yeah, and even at that, you go in the front yard and your whole neighborhood's out playing together. Yes, right. That's yeah. what I grew up on, mm-hmm. and that's what I loved. Yeah, I don't do that in Orange County. Like I don't see that in Orange County. Like my cousins who are who are like little kids right now, they don't they understand don't that concept. That. Yep, it's it's mind boggling. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, good times back in the, the IE. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> coming back one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow. That was, uh, that was a long one. That was about an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. So, Thank um, you for listening, listeners. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll catch you on the, the next episode coming up real soon. You, you. Later, guys. Thanks. of my mind are an enigma. Thanks again, listener, for tuning into the podcast. We do appreciate any comments or feedback on any sort of channels where you're listening to the podcast right now. Actually, this is an interactive experience, so if you are interested in leaving us a voice message, you can download the Anchor app, which is on Apple or Google Store. Once you download the app, you can find us and leave an audio message, which will be played back on the next episode right here, and you'll be featured and you'll be tagged and all that good stuff. So leave us some feedback and also an audio message. It does help us. Again, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can find us at calendly.com slash jcjstreet32. Again, that's calendly.com slash jcjstreet32. See you next time.